This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Please do not adjust your radio. I repeat, do not adjust your radio. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. It is a Sunday afternoon. We are live at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where this afternoon Atlanta United takes on Charlotte. They think it's a rivalry, by the way, Mike. It is not a rivalry. Well, I mean, it, we'll see. We started the rivalry with Orlando City, and that was one that we kind of started ourselves by putting a billboard about a block away from the stadium that says, you suck. <laughs> and then after that, kind of created a real natural rivalry. Then they tried to burn down Bobby Dodd the first time their That's fans true. showed up for a game before we got into the Benz. But this is a nice – look, Charlotte's a nice town. They're nice people. This will be a nice game. Good. It, they got a soccer team. Good for you. <laughs> so we're going to see them for the first time today. Mike and I are down here hanging out. We are literally caught by the Falcon, the big Falcon, mm. as you walk in. This is gate two? two. Gate two is where we're at. So if you come in, you'll get a chance to see yeah. us. Say hello. We'd love to see you guys if you're coming down here to Atlanta United's match today. Now, we'll talk more about the match itself. Carlos Bocanegra is going to join us, technical director, and also Jason Longshore, the analyst for Atlanta United. We'll stop by here in just a little bit. But we've got other stuff that is going on, guys. And to be quite honest, there's no bigger news right now than the one we're waiting on mm. with Freddie Freeman, Mike. As we speak, 2.03, Sunday afternoon, there is no new news in regards to Freddie Freeman. Yeah, a lot of people have been hitting us up on social media and saying, is this good or bad that this goes on further? I don't know. I mean, if he had just announced right there on, uh, what, uh, Saturday morning, hey, I'm brave for life. But we didn't get that, and I don't uh, blame Freddie. You and I have gone round and round about what he should be doing. What he should be doing is looking out for his best interests, his family, and if he can get that six-year, if that's a sticking point, and we don't know. There's been supports, uh, some reports of Dodgers going to come with some heavy money, a lot bigger uh, average salary early on, but uh, still no uh, no news is good news, I guess. I mean, the, the worst thing would be we're hearing he's landed in New York or L.A. Yeah, I agree. And, and listen, there is airport watch in all of these cities, right? Right. Somebody is watching to see if, if – Freddie is going to be somewhere. I don't think any of that is happening, guys. I honestly believe that these negotiations are going on. Yes, the Dodgers are offering. Who isn't? Right. But I also think that the Braves are offering. And, and let's say this, Mike, because we've had Alex Anthopoulos on the show numerous times. 
Alex has always said to us, we hope to sign Freddie, and when we do, nobody will know about right. it. It just happens. It just happens. There's not a lot of rigmarole. They run a tight ship, and then boom, something drops. So I'm hoping that's the case. Um, and I'm going to believe in Alex Anthopoulos and trying to get this done. If he's not able to get it done, I really want to see what Freddie left for. I want to see if it was a ridiculous amount of money that the Braves thought was too absorbent for them, mm-hmm. too rich, and we just couldn't touch it. If that's the case, I can't be mad at Freddie, but if it's close, as I've said all along, and I want to see what it looks like, then I'm going to feel a a little bit differently, Mike. Yeah, we uh, talked about this uh, Friday. We did the show at Twin Peaks over in Kennesaw, and we were kind of going through, will this Brave be back? Will that Brave be back? Obviously, I think Braves fans would like to keep as much of this team that just won a World Series together. Not sure what the cap is going to be. Self-imposed cap. Liberty Media is going to give Alex a budget to work with, whether they admit it or not. One guy who won't be back is uh, here, Adrianza. He signs a one-year deal with the Nats. Dave O'Brien had that earlier today. So uh, he's one of those pieces that won't be back. But again, a minor piece. I really want to keep Rosario. I want Solaire. You and I have addressed the Ozuna thing. And all those guys will be important if you don't bring back Freddie. Yeah. Listen, I think we're going to have a really good club. I was talking about this today. Whether Freddie's here or not, it's not a diss. But I think the way the club is set up with the pitching, the bullpen, the power we have currently in the lineup, and that is including Ozuna, Mike, the club's really good. We're just so much better with Freddie. Yeah. And you talk about, you know, a, a nasty lineup up and down where you can't pitch around anybody. That's what we add when you, you throw Freddie into the mix and now this guy's hitting cleanup or, or third or whatever you want to do with him because the DH changes everything. You know, with the DH, we saw this a little bit in 2020 that Brian Snicker has options how he wants to maneuver the lineup versus a regular National League lineup. You can do different things night in and night out. So I'm curious to see how all that works out. But, guys, it means nothing until we find out about Freddie Freeman. So we're on Freddie Watch. We've been on Freddie Watch all weekend. Literally, Bo's down here with us, our executive producer. Mm. Chris is at the crib today, but he's watching. Everybody's on on guard to see what's going to happen. In my heart of heart, Mike, in my heart of hearts, I still think he's going to be a Brave. I, I just do. Yeah, I know that it really has been, uh, you know, a, a bitter. It would be certainly bittersweet if he could, you know, walk off from the Braves with a World Series ring. But yet we don't have this guy around. And then look, there's more than one team that's interested in Matt Olson from the A's. You know, the Rangers are interested. We've heard stories about the Yankees. And I know that, you know, just to be uh, protecting himself, Alex Anthopoulos may have already spoken with Oakland before the lockout. Yeah. Now everybody, again, it's kind of unprecedented. You got uh, what 72 hours. Obviously, some of these people are not going to be at camp on time because we're still waiting to see where these guys are all going to land on the monopoly board. Um. Do you think Freddie's loyal? Do you yeah, think well, that? I mean, do you think that matters? I, I think that uh, people do, don't. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think that they understand as much as you and I have spoken about how the Braves kind of disrespected Freddie last year and put him into a bit of a risky scenario. Had Freddie had an ACL injury, yeah. Had Freddie had something with that, now you now you're 31 coming off an injury. You know, I know he's a former MVP. We can't give you that. But he went into last yeah. – he played all last season under, under without the protection of having a contract. Look, you've heard other players talk about it, managers talk about it. He played, in an essence, unprotected. Now, on the flip side, he was also playing for a contract should he decide to leave the Braves. I would love to tell you guys that, that loyalty matters in this. It doesn't. It, it just doesn't. Who out there listening right now, and if you're new to the show or you haven't heard us because we don't normally work on the weekends, it's like – Do not adjust your radio. Yeah, this is us, baby. But, I mean, who honestly would not take another 25% added to your paycheck? Yeah. I mean, and, and as we said, you and I joked around all the time, walk across the street. I'll go do Christian radio or country. <laughs> Give me that cowboy hat. You know, no offense, buddy. I know you would, too. <laughs> we love each other. We're like brothers. But, Call you know, me Buck. But when it comes to money, Buck Bell with you, everybody. <laughs> Call here's me that, Buck. Here's my good old boy, Travis Trent. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, listen, I, there's no doubt. I just – I know we are all emotional. I think most sports fans are. And that's fine because it's what makes sports fun. 
But when you're talking about this, Freddie has people that are sitting him at a table like Mike and I are sitting at right here outside of Mercedes-Benz saying, Freddie, you've done everything you can do for the Braves. Mm. This is your turn to take advantage of right. your career and what you've done. And if he's smart, and I know he is, and mm. his family around him, he will make the best business decision. What we're hoping is that that decision is put forth in front of him by the Braves that makes it easy. But, guys, there's no way Freddie's going to look at a deal that's undervalued, where he's underpaid, and go, oh, but I love the Braves so much, I'm just going to stay. Yeah, I, mean, like, I understand that uh, fans have a connection to these players. Freddie, uh, and I said this to you the other day, we were joking around because Carl's like, I really, and this is purely from a baseball standpoint, like you're trying to be a jerk or anything. You just say, look, you, you really have a hard time giving a guy who's going to be 37 at that point, you know, that's six year, and that takes you up to about, if we think it's going to be 30 million, 180 million. But then there's Braves fans that say, and I said this myself, it would be nice in this world we live in to have Freddie, like Chipper, play his entire career. I know that Freddie is not, you could argue Freddie's not the same level as Chipper or Hank Aaron, but it's kind of cool to see a guy start his career with the, the Braves, as he said, a Gulf Coast break. <laughs> and finish all the way at the end of his career, it'd be nice. Uh, it doesn't really, it rarely happens in our sports world. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, as a Braves fan, do we want to see that? Do we want to? Do we want to be at his last game like we we witnessed Chipper's last game? That wasn't a fun last game because we lost to the Cardinals. But the fact is, do we want to experience that where we've had a chance to watch him for twenty some odd years, p- potentially or eighteen or nineteen years, right. and we've gotten a chance to witness the ups, the downs, the, the MVPs, the World Series, and now here he is at the end of his career, and we know he's going to the Hall of Fame as a Brave. There's something to be said about this. Guys being in one place for their entire career. Mike, I totally get it. But my only concern, as I said, and I've not seen any contract, so I can't speak to this. Mm. If he wants that six year that adds another $35 million on with him when he's 37, I have a hard time doing that. And the other aspect of this is, uh, if you want to, again, strictly from a baseball standpoint, you did uh, win the World Series last year without Ronald Lacuna for half the mm. season. And now you're going to get that production back. We're presuming there's going to be any fall off of Ronald Lacuna. If you were to keep a guy like Rosario, there's a guy who bats for average, or at least he did for us last year. Solaire's another guy. Now you could argue defensively, will you be as good if you've got, you know, you've. The DH allows you to get another bat in there. I love to keep Rosario because I know one of my corners is straight, right? Because Acuna's in center, and then you can take your lumps wherever you decide to roll with Ozuna. Or Soler's got to be out there in the outfield. Not optimal. I mean, Pache at some point either learns how to hit or he gets traded, you know. But I just I still think there's a there is a, an aspect where you say the Braves will be all right with Freddie. It's to me more about for the public relations aspect of it, and they're taking the biggest bat out of the center of your lineup. We're talking about Freddie Braves report to spring training this week. We're past the lockout, guys. And now we said business mm. resumes. It's Dukes and Bell. We are live in Mercedes-Benz Stadium today. Atlanta United taking on Charlotte FC. It's our first matchup. I hope this does become a rivalry. We'll talk more with Carlos Bogonegra and Jason about this as we move along today. Just a couple of hours with us today, guys. Pre-games at 4 o'clock. But, you know, Mike, we talked about Nashville and how fun it is to go up there. Now, Nashville's killer. It's not Charlotte's not even close as far as the fun value. Right. But, but their close proximity makes it fun if this turns into a pretty good team. Now, again, if a Tepper is smart and wants our business, go fix that corridor on 85 <laughs> from Swiftbilly. What is it? Put, the it cow, put in the speed train? The Cowpens exit. Whatever is. <laughs> there is an ungodly stretch of road on 85 somewhere in the South Carolina border before you get to North Carolina to Rock Hill and everything. I've made that. I got buddies who live up in Charlotte. I made that trip last year. Brother, 
It's the worst. The, you literally feel like this. There's not enough space for an 18-wheeler and you. It's tight. You know, I mean, it's a miserable stretch of road. It's just oh, god-awful. But that aside, yes, they will be a nice rival for us. It's a shame, though, that Nashville wasn't. Uh, and, again, imagine if we ever got a baseball team in Nashville. And, actually, now the Braves wouldn't be too happy about that. And maybe Charlotte will be the next city to get one. Who knows? But, yeah, they're, they're certainly a city that has an owner in Tepper. Is a, you know, he's a billionaire. He's committed, and he wants all the shiny new stuff that Arthur Blank has. He does. Uh, there's no doubt. He's got the football team. <laughs> he's going to eventually get a new stadium. That will happen in yeah. Charlotte. And now he's got he's got an MLS team. So, you know, um, I, I love that he's committed, and that means he will spend money. But just like with anything, you still have to do it right. Just because you're rich yeah. doesn't mean that you, you're able to build a team. And we've heard from some of the soccer heads out there, and you and I spoke about this with Mike Conti and Jason a few weeks ago, it's not exactly fundamentally sound as the 2017 Atlanta United was, which really hit the ground running. So we'll see if we can maybe score. we got some guys that are out of position. we got some injuries. we got some red cards. we got things we have to deal with. So we're not 100% without having our Uju, Almada. You know, we just talked about the work pieces and hopefully getting some of the, all those guys back. I mean, it'll be really curious for United fans when they do announce the starting 11, just who's going to be playing. Today. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, Miles Robinson, right? Is yeah. he, he's red. He's out. Two yellow cards. The first one doing his job. If you didn't see the game over in, uh, in uh, Colorado against the Rapids, the second one was so dumb. It was you, the guy was not in a position to score. The ref is right in front of the ref. It was blatant, and I, like we love Miles, one of our favorite players. But by his standards, it was a lazy foul. And so you get two yellows in a game. That's a red. You can't play the next week. Yeah, it's going to cost him today. So hopefully, man, we can get some scoring going. Mm. Uh, we'll find out what the lineup looks like, and once we do, we will certainly give it to you guys. Glad to have you here with us on a Sunday. As we said, it is Dukes and Bell, our regular show for those who are listening for the first time. Thank you. We are on 2-7, to seven, Monday through Friday, right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, and we hope you uh, tune in for Afternoon Drive each and every day. But, yeah, man, we're big United fans, and uh, we're down here for this special broadcast. We're going to do a couple of these between now and the end of the season. We'll be letting you guys know, but just trying to connect with you guys. I mean, Mike, real quick as we get ready to go to break here, and we've we got a lot to talk about here over the next couple of hours, 2020, we didn't get out. Nobody got out. Right. So as everything seems to be moving in the right direction – Everybody's getting back to normalcy, which means we get a chance to get out and be with you guys. And you guys know we love being out and seeing you. Yeah, and by the way, uh, when, uh, Thursday is St. Patrick's Day, the uh, 17th. Just a quick reminder, we're going to be down there in Sonoy on the south side. South side. Talking about taking the show on the road to your point. And uh, it's really the, the village where, if you're familiar with it, where they shoot The Walking Dead, where Alexandria is supposed to be. And there's a really great Irish pub called McGuire's. And they have this big, gigantic indoor-outdoor vibe. Uh, so we're going to be down there in the middle of all the shenanigans is on Thursday. Is there a Thursday. street, like a festival or something yeah. It's going to be a big old street party. Okay. Yeah, so live bands all day long. Hopefully the weather, right now, weather says it'll be partly cloudy, about 70. Very nice. So it should be a great way. And my kilt arrived. I know you told me. Now, how's it look? Did you try it on? It's a little long. I should have probably gotten a shorter. <laughs> looks more like a dress. More like an Amish woman wearing this thing. Oh, but anyway. <laughs> it's one day. It's one day. <laughs> so I've got, the, the, uh, I've, got, well, I've got my sporin, which is like the little purse thing you wear in the front. So, yeah. I mean, the old, the old uh, kilt I used to wear for St. Patrick's Day in New York. Needless to say, Carl, that's. That was about 25 pounds ago. That, that, that ship has sailed. But, yeah. but Squid Bill will be out there, and we'll be, we'll be uh, drinking some beers, having some fun, man. I, uh, I got my, my shirts for St. Patty. I'm excited. I can't wait to show you guys. You know, every year I try to switch it up. But, uh, man, yeah, there's mm. a lot going on. And oh, and they also we... carry our Hey Man Ale. I'm sorry. I no, forgot no. part of the reason we're down at McGuire's is they said, hey, let's get you knuckleheads down there. They carry Dukes and Bell Hey Man Ale from a Coney Brew. And, again, if you're new to the show or at least hearing us on the weekend, we have our own beer, and it's really tasty, and we'd like you to try it. Yeah, please do. Uh, the original Hey Man Ale is a Blondale, and then the Watermelon Lime. They are both in stores and at Publix. If you don't see it, ask for it. They will get it at your local public store. Just tell them 
you want Hey Man L. All right, guys, you can find us on social media. By the way, are you back? Oh, yeah, I was on Twitter timeout, but I'm back. They, okay. re- they restored me, I think, Saturday night. Okay, just want to make sure before, you know. Or Saturday afternoon. I was, I was like a 12-hour timeout. I just told an L.A. writer who's a real jerk, the guy that was pooping on the battery. Yeah. I, all I said was, why don't you jump in the Pacific and see how long you can hold your breath? Yeah, you told him to kill himself. I don't consider that a death threat. But <laughs> so you are back. Apparently, I'm back by Twitter, Twitter standards. I'm now back. Well, this is good. I mean, listen, I'm glad, I'm glad that they actually restored you because <laughs> I was concerned this might go a week or so. i got to be honest with you. For the 12 hours I was it off, was it, nice. it is nice. It, it was it nice. It takes you, takes you away as Squidbilly said, no, 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 social media is a cesspool. Get out of there. He is Mike Bell, ATL, and he is active. I repeat, active on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at Put em Up, see Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station, guys. You want to know what's happening with Freddie? You want to hear breaking news? Well, that's 929 the game. All right, we're live at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We're coming back. Yes, we're on Freddie Watch. But we've got to talk about Matt Ryan when we mm. come back because he's been restructured again. <laughs> we'll talk about it here on Dukes and Bell. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Dukes and Bell. We are live at Mercedes-Benz Stadium on this Sunday afternoon. Special edition, just a couple of hours, guys, as we get ready for Atlanta United. They're taking on Charlotte FC today. And uh, sold out, by the way. Lower bowl. Uh, it's not an open full house. But right. you think they'll have the roof open today with this no, weather? No, no. It's closed. Ah. It's too cold outside. Yeah, it's a little nippy. But by the way, the good news is from the Duction Bell Accu Super Hydra Doppler is uh, that this should be the last cold day Yay! of the spring. Who needs that Punxsutawney Phil or General Beauregard? Yay! I'll tell it right now. I'm a fat guy. I, just, I didn't see my shadow today. So. No, I mean, I, I think this is it from what I saw on the Weather Channel. And that uh, who's the uh, this morning? I was, oh, by the the way, I had a laugh because I don't Jim get up. No, because I don't really get up on Sundays. I usually sleep in, especially yeah. on the spring ahead day. Yeah, yeah. But because uh, we had to get down here, I was watching the morning news today, and uh, I was I had to laugh. They said, you know, it's like chips for saving gas. You know, because obviously the gas prices are going sure. up, obviously, since we're not helping the Ruskies out anymore. So I saw that. I had to laugh today. I thought of you, you and me driving together and said, no jackrabbit starts and no speeding. If you don't speed, you're really going to burn less gas. Yeah. Like, well, okay. I guess I won't be helping helping out the uh, saving the gas with the way I drive. I, me neither. I had to yeah. test my rim out. I mean, I had to. I had to. I had to test it, Mike. I mean, I got. Oh, my, by the way, real quick. So uh, the other day. Oh yeah. I guess I, get the I call. guess I should tell the story. I'm not, it's not a regular Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> I guess I should we, tell the story. Squid Billy comes to us, our producer, and says, oh, "No name, Carl. He, he damn it, a moon crater on the 75. His tires all jacked up." Yeah. I well, I hit this piece of wood to jack my rim up, and the guys that fixed my rim, they did a great job, by the way. But. The guy did, you know, once he gave it back to me, he goes, sir, you, you've had this issue, and you said right. you went ahead and bought a new one. Right. But I was like, well, he's like, it, it's going to work fine. Well, if you can make it a perfect circle. Correct. If it's an oval, it's not really going to help you. Well, they, so, <laughs> but they kept it a couple of days, right. maybe three days, and he gave it back to me, and he was like, this is going to work fine. Just, you know, you will not know uh, unless I told you. I said, great. So I got the new tire on, and, and they put everything together. And literally last night, I was on my way home, and I was like, mm, I got to test it. So I'm like, because I'm not, I'm not going over like 60, because I want right. to make sure, hey, everything's, and it sounds corny, but yeah. So last night I was Mike Belling it like down the highway. I, mean, I know what you're talking. And uh, everything's working fine, Mike. So yes. I feel pretty good, and I agree with you. I did not save any gas last <laughs> night. That's <laughs> no, so why I saw that this morning on the. And again, I, Becky watches channel too. I'm like a Fox Five, but I didn't see my girl. Fox on, Five. Fox Five. I didn't see what's her face was in. She didn't work weekends. The one who looks like Renee Russo. The one I like. Oh, yeah, the weather. The, yeah, one, the weather. Who's Squidbilly? Who's that older weather lady I like on Channel 5? Uh, Eric, uh, give Squidbilly That's the one you sent a picture. Uh, well, I it's, mean, you, you told me I to go I showed look. you what she yes, looks yes, like. Yes, yes, of course. It's Joanne Feldman. Joanne Feldman. That's yes. the one. I like older women, but, yeah, they, I, but there's no – I, I don't I, think she's older. Well, older I think to she's me. younger she's than you. Me, but older, yeah. than the, older than, like, the 25-year-olds they have on CBS. You know what I'm saying? So older what are you trying to say, Mike? What are you trying to say? I mean, I like it looks older. You know, got to understand, I don't accept that I'm 53. I'm still 20 in my mind. Of course. Yeah, you wake up, you look in the mirror. Yeah, well, I mean, don't level from the chin up. Yeah. You could say. I don't like women that, you know, I'm not going to say that. No, that would anyway, just be hurtful. No, so I, of all my favorite weather girls on TV, I do refer to really kind of a Rene Russo, Thomas Crown affair vibe, but you know this. I got you. But the point I'm getting to is yes, today is the, the last cold day, <laughs> and after this it's going to be shorts and shenanigans and drinking outdoors, and okay. now we got daylight savings today. The sun stays out longer. This one starts to feel like spring. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time of year. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yeah, I don't know what you were talking about with the CBS thing, Mike, but let's talk about Matt Ryan. <laughs> Well, no, remember the. Uh... Oh, I remember. Let's talk about Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt, Matt got his deal restructured. Falcon fans are so excited. Well, listen, 
we were wondering if these reports were accurate. Friday we were talking about this, and people were going back and forth to the folks who cover the Falcons. Credit to them. The Falcons would not acknowledge that this was happening. So the reports we got from guys like D. Orlando Ledbetter was, hey, this is not true, at least not yet. Then we find out over the weekend here that it is true. So he had the largest cap hit in the NFL. They had to bring this down. Before we go any further and talk about how we feel about it and what it means, they had no choice. They had to do this if they were going to create some more room. Mike, Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I know you don't. Right. This is a problem and has been for us. But under the circumstances, let's just say their hand was forced. Now, with that said, how do you feel about it? I don't like it. I think we should just rip the Band-Aid off, and I wish we could have found a trading partner. But, the, again, we were in a catch-22 because the cap hit was so so huge. And even had we moved Matt off the roster, as we talked about last week, we'd still be stuck with a giant black hole, and this would be a completely lost season, which I think we need to do because I, I still think we have too many needs on this team to turn it around while Matt's still here. Yeah. Now, you're telling me, so Matt's going to be here through 2025? Basically, that's what we're going to have. And, you know, back in the day, but, but back in the day, I mean earlier last season, and as the season was winding down, Arthur Smith was talking about, and Squid Billy, our producer, pointed this out. He said, you know, he'd be cool working with Matt Ryan for years to come. Then he also, at the combine, asked a question, asked about a trade, and he kept himself in a position where he didn't box himself into a corner and said, then again, you explore all options, and if there would be a trade that made sense, I I, I think Matt understands you'd pursue it. Regardless, it was one of the ways I was on the impression we could move some money by giving Jake his contract extension and Grady, which still may be yet to come, I just think that this franchise is suffering from a malaise. I think there's a part of the fan base. Again, we all love Matt Ryan. This is not about Matt. Matt moved his money and became a huge cap hit. And while Matt did his job, everyone else around him got terrible and the draft picks didn't pan out. And that's why we haven't gone to the playoffs for four years. So it's not an indictment of Matt. But I just think there's a big, big problem we have in this city. Is you telling me Matt's going to be around for two or three more years? People are going to look at this and I think get disinterested in this product. It's the fourth straight year they've restructured Ryan's contract. This is why this has gotten old to most Falcon fans. And we're down here at Mercedes-Benz. We spent a lot of time here, like many of you, coming to games. We have season tickets. And and, and being down here. But this is the fourth straight year. Now, the the problem is, and and here is the, the, the bigger issue, I think, Mike. It's not the restructuring. It's the fact that we haven't won while he's been restructured. So every year it's happened, and you think, well, we're saving money, and we're going to get better. We haven't. We haven't gone to the playoffs. We haven't gotten better. If we had been to four straight playoff berths while they were restructuring him, we wouldn't even be having this question because everybody would be like, who cares? We're winning. It doesn't matter. But we're not winning, or at least we haven't been, and they continue to restructure him. And part of that makeup in our head is that Matt is a part of the problem because they restructure him doesn't mean that we're going to win. I'm just correlating the two things together. I don't like it either. I told you guys a week or so ago when I heard D. Orlando Ledbetter say he could, he, this could happen and that there's a potential that he could be here a little bit longer because, again, you can't run from restructures, right? The right. number goes down this year, and it helps you this year, but that doesn't mean that the number doesn't go back up next year. His cap hit goes from 48 to $36 million. Yes, they save money, but it's still you're kicking it down the road, Mike. Right. Look, in a perfect world, as we said, you wish, as we joked around, but, it, but the message is true, though. If you love someone, set them free. Let Matt go to a team that's a playoff contender, but those teams aren't out there as far as who's available and what we want to get in return because we want, obviously, a first-rounder. second. We want multiple picks for this, and those would be the building blocks. The only way this team gets fixed is through the draft, not through free agency. 
And I heard John Chuckery earlier on the show and uh, doing the mornings today, and he was saying, look, they always find a way. And they do always find a way. But the problem is that always finding the way, we, as we've used the phrase, kick the can, I always thought that was going to be the nuclear option. It was explained to us that Matt's restructuring was going to be the last Agreed. course of action. Agreed. And Bo Morgan, our producer, joins well, us. Well, and what, what D said about the nuclear option was an extension. Correct. Okay, that did not happen uh, per reports, unless what's being reported is false. What's being reported? It hasn't been confirmed by the Falcons. It's by true. Way. What's being reported is that it's a restructure, and so next year the cap hit will be forty-six million, and this year it'll be thirty-six million, which saves you twelve million. Next year is still twenty twenty-three is still technically the last year of, of this contract. That's right. Now you would carry a cap hit, a dead cap of nine million and twenty-four. And then three the next two years, so he would come off the books after 26. But technically, he is no Done. longer a player after 24, according is, to what this is. 23 is the final year of that contract, the $150 million contract extension but, but, he got but, a couple but, years ago. But Bo's point is, and, and I know the cap's going to go up, but we're still paying for him even after he's off the team. Yes, much like other players, like Julio Jones, Correct. et cetera. So th- that can't be dismissed. The point that we're getting to is, again, if we're winning, you wouldn't care. But because we're not, you're going to say physically he's not here after 23, and we're still paying for the sins of paying him and doing these moves. As we said, Thomas Dimitrov really left us high and dry, and we've talked. We spent months on this and years on this. It is what it is. I mean, we've missed drafts. You and I, I I brought up the 2018 draft. Nobody is on this team in the first four picks, Uh, and that's you don't win in the NFL if four years after a draft. And again, no one could have foreseen the Calvin Ridley mental health issue, and then obviously the subsequent uh, gambling suspension. But there's, regardless, you're not getting you anything bring that up, from multiple second-rounders. Guys, think about it. Whether it was, uh, you know, t- take your pick. We've had a couple of guys at second. Second round's a big pick. Isaiah Oliver never turned into anything great. He's a good nickel back, and that's about as good as it gets. He's a free agent this year. So, I mean, there's just there's nothing that's as special about these drafts. We've had free agency guys. It's not you don't succeed in the NFL. Everyone looks at the Rams now and you think it's a Madden game. Oh, I just don't, <laughs> I, I don't use the draft and I just sign guys. No, the Rams do a good year and a bad year and a good year and a bad year. And obviously this year they won it all. But guess what? The good teams. Where do you think Aaron Donald came from? Where do you think Cooper Cup came from? They didn't just land in L.A. They were drafted by the Rams. Okay, you still have to draft. You draft a team and then you supplement it. You augment it with the right free agents. In sixteen, we drafted excellently. We added Alex Mack and Dwight Freeney. We went to a Super Bowl. L.A. didn't land on them. <laughs> so fast, they didn't land on me. But, no, I mean, so it just I, – I understand you've got a, a lot of fans in the city who feel any time we talk about this, somehow we're criticizing Matt. We're not. Matt did his job last year. Hard to throw for more than 20 touchdowns when you don't have Calvin Ridley out there. Yeah, you could, listen, guys couldn't get open. I mean, Bo and I were arguing about this yesterday via text because I'm like seeing the Amari Cooper deal. Cooper, by the way, to the Browns. He's going to the Browns. The, the, the deal for him, and this is a manipulation of the money we talk about. Mm. Cowboys originally signed him in 2020. It was five years, $100 million, and everybody lost their mind. <gasps> $100 million. It was really two years, $40 million. Right. So now, because he's not going to be on the Cowboys next week when the league year starts, he's not going to be owed that additional $20 million, and he'll they'll have to restructure him with the Browns. The point is, I said to Bo, hell, we could have done that. And Bo goes, yeah, but we need to fix other things. And I'm like, we don't have anybody that can get open. 
Right now, we have no wide receivers, guys. We have Alameda, Zacchaeus. Yes. And that's it. And Gage is a free agent, and Gage we don't want to bring back. And we've also talked about, obviously, the Ridley situation. Ridley will never play another down for the Falcons, let alone in the NFL. And then, of course, Carl, you got a guy in Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, eventually, the other team said, well, there's no one else to threaten him. We're going to double down. They took him away. That's why he only had one touchdown last year. Didn't become the weapon we thought in the red zone. So you need an offensive lineman. Of all the guys that are out there, you know the guy that I want? Who? Leo Collins. And he's, and he's going to be available, or he is available, but we can't make a deal for him. That's the problem. I mean, the Cowboys, a lot of folks thought they were going to just outright release Amari Cooper, but they are able to get a trade going. So I just, I'm just frustrated because as a Falcon fan, there's so many holes on this team. We beat the teams we should have. They were just as bad as we did. But the teams that were playoff caliber beat our brains in last year. Look it up. It's Dukes and Bell Special Edition Sunday as we are live in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Gah! Right in front of the big Falcon <laughs> getting ready. For Atlanta United taking on Charlotte FC. All right, we're coming back. Carlos Boganegra's here. He's going to join us. Technical director, the man behind the scenes that man, puts it together. I wish I could wear a suit like that. Well, he looks like a million dollars yeah, every like, time I see him. It's a bespoke suit. Every time I see it. By the way, I mean, I don't know if he's running, whatever he's doing. Yeah. I, I, no, but he does. He eats healthy. Probably egg whites and stuff. You think so? We'll find out. All right, Carlos Boganegra is going to join us next. It's Sunday. It's a live special edition of Dukes and Bell. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Dixon Bell on a Sunday live at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Joining us right now, the technical director for Atlanta United, Carlos Boganegra. He has been so instrumental in helping put this team together. And we've gone through changes over the last few years. And I love the fact, Carlos, thanks for joining us first and foremost, that, you know, you guys have not been afraid to do that. We always talk about it on the show. Sometimes in these situations, you know, when things are not going the way that they should, management's reluctant right you stay the course and you guys have not been that way and the season is early here we're at home against charlotte fc today but i commend you guys for that and i've told darren as well you know we love the fact that if it's not working we will change it yeah definitely i mean we have the ambition to go out and and try to win each year right so you don't always want to have to make changes but uh, sometimes yeah you have to make it on the field in the you know in the coaching box so to speak in in different areas um but yeah, that's it's not always a fun a fun thing to do. <laughs> it's really not, and it, and it can be a challenge. And you know, last year, really, I think the players stood up, and that second half of the season, with the change, with the different you know circumstances that we had, uh, they really you know they grinded it out, so to speak, right. and, and mentally were really tough. Got us into the playoffs, and unfortunately, we just didn't have anything left in the tank once we got to the playoffs. And tough one up at, at Yankee Stadium, but um, really, really big effort mentally and, and just emotionally from the players last year to get us where we were. That was kind of cool, too, that Pineda didn't come in. It's like, all right, I'm here. It's my way or the highway. He worked with what Martino had been doing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and 
Or who's, who's the interim head coach? Uh, uh, Rob. Yeah, he did a really nice job. It seems like the players immediately took to him. Mm-hmm. And now you have an entire season with this guy and all the moves you guys made. We try to, for, for folks that are like the, uh, you know, the, the, the folks who don't really follow soccer, we say it's almost like you've got three or four really good point guards when Araujo is going to be out there, when everybody's healthy. So is that what you envision when all these guys are out there? Yeah, it's good. And look, this is Gonzalo had a had a chance to have a preseason with the group, right? And so midseason coming into a team anywhere is, is difficult. Uh, he didn't want to make any major changes, but now this preseason he's been able to stamp a little bit more of his thoughts and his his style and and, and philosophy kind of on the, the on field part uh, into the team. So that's been good. Um, but yeah, you know Tiago finally uh, has arrived after the visa issues, getting here. Uh, Marcelino's coming back to health. Joseph, um, Luis, well, when he comes back from injury, we feel like we have a really good uh, attack up there and guys that are creative and can make a difference. Uh, with then we brought in some uh, MLS experience with Ozzy. Uh, you know, you have Allen, Miles in the back, Brad in the back. So, you know, Andrew Gutman coming in, who's, uh, you know, playing the league 25, 26 years old, Ronald and Brooks on the right. So we, we feel like we've got a group that understands uh, how to play, understands the league, and has some, has some experience behind them mixed in with some youngsters. That was important to you, right? I mean, you need youth, obviously, to win, but you also need experience. You need guys who know it, right, and have been around it. Yeah. And that's a that's a, sometimes can be a tough mesh, finding the right guys. Talk about that process for you guys as you're looking at potential players to bring in. It is, and it's always difficult. When do you hang on to the guys that are veterans? Like, how long do you hang on to them? As opposed to when do you need to make that switch and bring in some youth and refresh it a little bit? So that's always the balance of, you know, not letting them go too early, not hanging on too long. And so, you know, last year we were able to bring in Sosa, Ibarra, um, Eric, and, and a few of the youngsters, to, and now they have another year uh, under their belt, right? And they understand what it, what it takes to, to be successful, not only in this league but this country, and just adapting to the culture. Um, so then, yeah, we bring in an Aussie, bring back Andrew. We have guys that understand what it takes to win this league already and have been successful. Um, so it's good. So we get that mix. But, yeah, it's, it's just that constant process of, how long do you are you one are you able in a salary cap to keep the team together right uh and then you know how long do you hang on to guys it's a special edition of dukes and bell on a sunday carl we haven't seen this guy since before covid face to face i know and he looks he looks great by the way man you look look like a million bucks we make jokes but you do you 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 don't lose anything looks like you played soccer for a living it's (laughs) (laughs) it's our technical director carlos bocanegra star of the u.s men's national team and i played internationally for those that are new to the audience but uh, yeah man the team it's just it seems like we've got a really young nucleus and then of course part of the business model is we develop talent and eventually it'll move on and you'll make some coin we love george bello hate to see him go but i guess up next would be Campbell kind of steps into his place. Yeah, Campbell, and you've got uh, Caleb Wiley as well coming out of the academy, which, uh, you know, crazy enough, couldn't write it better. His first game scores Boom. for us, like, um, Pretty goal you know, too. makes us look good, right? But <laughs> <laughs> that that was the plan all along. So um, it was cool. You know, the the, the philosophy or the, the business model, whatever you want to call it, for the club is, is definitely to bring in some younger talent. Some stay, some develop, and hopefully get sold on, but they retain their value. Um, and we had worked this out kind of a year in advance with Bello, uh, same agent as Gutman. So we had we had actually arranged it where we, we acquired Gutman and put him on loan, knowing that Bello was going to be heading out. And so, um, yeah, some of this stuff, you know, people don't see, you know, yeah, it, we it's not necessarily thanks seen. For, thanks but, for letting us know that. Um, yeah. You know, the, that's kind of sometimes you're able to do that in advance and it, and it worked out for us in the end. Sometimes you can't always make things happen uh, within the salary cap rules, but yeah, so that was nice. And you have Gutman coming in. You have Caleb coming up. So we didn't want to block Caleb's path. 
um, and we wanted George to be able to, to kick on. He had a desire to play in Europe, and now you know played against Borussia Dortmund today in the Bundesliga, which yeah. is pretty cool for him. Yeah, uh, he got the start at left back, so no, it's great. So it, it that that's the process. You know, Miggy's overseas with, with Newcastle. Um, you know, I'm sure a few more guys uh, will, will be going in the next few years, but that that's part of it. And then you have to replenish. Uh, but the really cool part about that is we are getting kids out of the academy now. And so that helps it be sustainable. If we don't have a good academy and we're not able to utilize that USL team and get that development, it's hard to hit every time bringing a foreigner in, have them be successful. So this is the George Campbells, the Wileys, the Tyler Wolfs of the world. You know, Noah Cobb is coming up. We just signed him to a USL deal. Um, these kids are really it's gonna, what, what's going to make us successful because it is hard to hit 100% on all the players you bring in. It is. It's Carlos Bocanegra, technical director for our club, Atlanta United, taking on Charlotte FC today here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Dukes and Bell, you were a great player, and we hear this all the time. So let's talk about fit and being fit and guys who are training, which is practice guys, that may be able to play, but necessarily you guys hold them out because they're not where you need them to be. And we get the questions all the time about, well, he's training. Why is he not ready? Yeah. I mean, can you explain a little bit about that process when guys are either coming off the mend or they're preparing, like, you know, Almada, who you got here with the visa. Is he ready to go? Is he fit? He's fit and ready to play? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll take it. You, you hear this load management stuff, right? right. Sure. Like Popovich with the Spurs and all that. So th this is not load management per se. We'll take the example of Marcelino. He did not have a preseason with us because he, he had a foot injury. So he didn't get to get that base of six weeks to build himself up. So – He's fit, and he can play, and he can probably go out there and play 90 minutes. But if we leave him out there, his level of play, his, his intensity, the ability to repeat sprints and just play at a high level for 90 minutes is not going to be there most likely. Um, the other part of it is if you push him from kind of 0 to 90 in an MLS game at, at a high intensity, the, the increased chance of um, injury for him, right? Mm. The risk of injury because he's just going out there and playing at a high intensity that he hasn't been able to hit and kind of gradually build into. So that's the challenge. So it's not a load management and he is fit and okay. they can get out there and play, but it's just, you know, making sure one, we don't put him at risk for injury to lose him longer. And then two, what, you know, can they give us a high level for 45, 50, 60 minutes? What is that? And that, that helps with the sports scientists and the the coach and the player so it's kind of everybody's input and then and you guys have all of that by the way the training facility <laughs> right. is unbelievable like yeah. we went last time we were there i was like what don't they have right, <laughs> right. everybody in mls we've had you know had a chance to talk to outside of our club they admire the facility and all the extras that yeah. you guys have out there no, that's cool i mean look at this building we're in front of as well i mean it's, right. it's fantastic so it helps a lot with recruitment you know, <laughs> Arthur has been excellent, giving us the resources right. to have a chance to be successful. So it, it's really cool. We're very fortunate with that. You always say Arthur Blank closes. He does. A, B, C. <laughs> but you've got the conduit to South America, which is kind of like our calling card, which is great. And we'll see. We can't wait to see what Almada can do. Uh, I know I asked you before that you got on, on live with us. Arouju, I guess you have the international break. So when do you think we'll see him back on the pitch? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully after the international break. Um, you know, he's all he's all sprint, right? right. So he's all he's all kind of quick power um, and the hamstrings, that's, that's what you worry about. So uh, we're not going to risk and rush him back, right. but we're not going to, you know, we're not going to be ultra conservative either. So 
let's see. Once we get to the international break, he'll be up in training, and, and we'll see after that. And I know it's a small sample size, just two games, one here, the one out in Colorado, but Joseph, the playmaker. Uh, are we going to see more of that or just the way the game evolved? That's why Joseph was part of the guy setting things up. Yeah, well, look, I mean, when Joseph is playing well, whether he's scoring or, or giving assists, kind of dropping into midfield, it allows others to run in behind. You know, one of the things that we wanted to make sure we were not one-dimensional and only reliant on him scoring goals, right? But he can affect the game in so many other ways. When he drops into the middle, normally the two center backs are following him or having an eye on him and the holding midfielder. So he can occupy three people. So if we have other guys running behind like Luis, Tiago, Marcelino, Tyler, whoever, um, that gives other abilities and they get into the end line looking for crosses back. So he'll get plenty of goals this year. I'm not worried about that. Right. But it is nice that if he's not the, the main focus and we can kind of spread it out a little bit, we need some other uh, 10 goal scorers for the season to be successful. Yeah, I look at it as an NBA team, guys. You can have one great score. Look at the Warriors. But yeah. you have Clay. you got Steph. you got to deal with all these scores. Yeah it becomes hard to defend, right? And the same thing applies here in soccer. Carlos, um, as we talk about this game today, this match, I'd love to say it's a rivalry. Told Mike, it's not. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, if they get good, maybe in a few years, we'll see. I love the proximity that the yeah. fans can come. We can go there, which we will plan on doing at some point. But the expansion of MLS, and, and I want you to speak to this because I know you and Darren and, and obviously Arthur Blank, everybody's been for the expansion. Our concern has been, is it too much? Is it too soon, too fast? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think those are fair concerns, uh, what, what you stated. You don't want to go too fast. You don't want to deplete the talent in the league. Uh, right. You know, the expansion draft this year, it's frustrating. You build a team. We have the salary <laughs> cap, and then Anton Walks gets taken from us, which, you know, great yeah. guy, great player. We, we didn't want to lose, uh, lose a guy like that, but you have to make some hard decisions. So, that's the tough part. Um, I think the good part is it's growing. It's getting into new cities. I mean, they had, had 74,000 in the building last right. week. There's excitement. It is close proximity, so this is kind of cool. They're an Eastern Conference rival now. Like, you know, so there there is that part of it. They've got a football team as well. So do we. So uh, there there's some similarities. But, no, look, it's, it's a big game for us. It's an Eastern Conference game. We need right. to win this game today at home and, <laughs> and get back on track. We, you know, we stumbled up last week in Colorado with uh, – with that game so yeah we need to use this to get back on track and it's hard it's hard as an expansion franchise uh, to come out and, and have depth and, and have all your players they're still missing a few guys so um, but it, it'll be a tough game that's for sure all right remember we thought we were going to put seven up against cincinnati a couple of years ago no it's tough and like look i think it's the, the coach how they play he has them well organized mm -hmm. and uh, it's not going to be a walkover for sure. They're going to come out. They're going to come out shooting. They want to get that first goal and then park the bus. They're gonna, and they haven't uh, scored a goal yet. So. I think anybody who comes here definitely wants to get that first goal <laughs> on us, so they can park the bus. It helps a lot when we get that first goal because then they do have to come out and leave space behind. Yeah, so right. uh, Colorado did a great job last week of packing it in, making it difficult, and hitting us on the punch uh, on the counterattack. So um, you know we can't let that happen tonight. We play Colorado again later in the season with all of our weapons, different stories. That's how I feel. <laughs> You're planting revenge. I, I like am. This. I want revenge. <laughs> Carlos, thank you for stopping by, man, giving us a few minutes. We always enjoy right, Real quick, by the way, what was breakfast? On. What was breakfast this morning? Because you look what like you you're asking this man what he eats? Well, I, I said egg whites. What did you have for breakfast? Breakfast, I didn't have much for breakfast. Uh, went to church and then came back and had a big sandwich. So okay, that see? Was I don't eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs>
we'd like to wear one of these suits and look like a stuffed sausage ourselves. Man, <laughs> he's styling. Carlos, thank you for stopping Thanks, by, guys. man. He Cheers. is our technical director, guys, and again, does so much behind the scenes. Yeah, man. And uh, we appreciate putting another club together that we think will compete for a championship. Appreciate Thanks, you. Brother. We do as well. Thank you. Cool. All right, man. We got more to get to. We are live in Mercedes-Benz. Kickoff today, 4.30. We are done at 4 o'clock as Mike Conti and Jason Longshore will have the pregame show for you guys. Mm. We're going to come back. Top of the hour, we got to talk about our Hawks because they're back in action tonight. Down. We're out. We're not out, but we are certainly down, mm. Mike, when you talk about this playoff picture. we got to handle business. Carlos just said we got to get a, a win yeah. Eastern Conference. So do the Hawks tonight against the Pacers. We'll talk about it when we come back. We're live at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 